Welcome to True Grit, the Sales Leadership Podcast, and I am Bernadette McClelland. And today we're going to look at a story, um, and, and it's all about let's do a deal. Now, I don't shop at Hugo Boss, but my 22-year-old son, who had just landed his first B2B account management role a few months ago, he does shop there. So he was still happy to take mum with him, and we strolled through one of the major department stores to check out their choice of suits. Now, we had no idea what we were looking for, just that there were price tags of $600 for very average-looking suits, and there were shop assistants too busy putting on lipstick to help us. So we walked out of the department store, and we figured we might go into the upmarket shops to just to have a look. And in we walk. And knowing that time was ticking, we walked up to the assistant and he puts out his hand and he introduces himself as Matt. And I took him to the side while my son, Matt, was having a look at some shirts and I whispered to him, you know, it's June next week and do you guys do any end of financial year sales at all? And he replied that they don't usually advertise, but they had a 30% sale on certain suits right then. So I bring my son over, Matt, and I introduce the two Matts together. They both shake hands and immediately start talking boy talk. Meanwhile, I'm sitting there, a little overdressed and starting to melt. And I get guided to a seat and offered a glass of water. Now, I feel at this point in time that someone cared about me. And I felt comfortable enough to ask for a second glass. While the ties and the shirts were being looked at, they actually offered me a third. I accepted. I was thirsty. Now, coming out of the side, one mat says to my mat, trousers need lengthening. He said, but listen, we'll cover that. A few minutes later... Jacket needs tailoring, he whispers to himself. Now, because this guy's been to Hugo Boss University, yes, there is such a place, he pulls out his silver-headed bobby pins and he begins to tailor the jacket. Now, I'm really impressed. I'll personally call you Thursday, he says, and we'll have it ready for you to pick up, shaking our hands as we leave. And so my son proudly parts with $800 for a suit that was only $200 more than the average suit in the department store and worth every cent. Now, why was it worth it? Well, businesses who are true to their brands, we trust. Even if there is more investment required from us, even if we have to wait. And people who are true to themselves, we also trust. Authenticity is more than a buzzword. It is about being the real deal. And in business today, we really need to be the real deal. We need to tailor our approach to the buyer. We need to lose the attachment to just focusing on doing a deal. We need to be the exclusive Hugo boss, not the run of the mill department store. So how do we become the real deal? How do we become more authentic? Well, the answer is you can't. You don't become authentic. It's about being authentic. Authentic is who we already are. We've just layered ourselves with so much stuff that it creates inauthenticity. So it really is a matter of peeling back those layers to become less inauthentic 
so people will be attracted to us and see our innate value. Authenticity's never been needed more as a differentiator in customer engagement than today. According to consultancy Conan Wolf, they surveyed people in the United States and 11 other major markets to rate the top 20 desirable behaviours in any brand. Innovation, great products and having a popular brand were all near the bottom of the list. The top of the list, you might want to know, was, quote, and today, every individual who represents their company in a frontline role is also representing their own personal brand as well as their companies. So here are three things that we can do to show the world the real and genuine value that each one of us offers. Number one, recognize the invisible pedestal. No one is better than anyone else and no one is less than anyone else. We all come to the table with a strength that complements someone's weakness. Now, I remember my first ever coaching client was the opposite personality to me and was an engineer. He was CEO, director of a mining conglomerate in northern Queensland. And what did I know about mining? What value could I give a CEO? What was I going to do to bridge the gap between his left brain thinking and my right brain thinking? Well, I could have pretended I knew what I was doing, but I simply recognized the invisible pedestal. And I was honest. And I said, look, I know nothing about mining or running a business and you know nothing about the psychology of selling so between the two of us we are going to kick butt four years later still working together number two blur the lines people want real they want people to let them in and in business those lines between personal and professional that once were very very separate are now being blurred Social media is contributing to that. And paradoxically, social media is also a vehicle for people to not show their true colours, to puff themselves up, to lie, to be self-aggrandizing sycophants. And guys, you are more prone to dress up the shop window with 50% of you as surveyed by British digital marketing company Custard. Fabricating facts. Our BS meters are finely tuned today. People want to get to know the real you and feel that you have their best interests at heart. Number three, share your personality. What does your website, your marketing collateral, your sense of humor, your levels of engagement, what do they say about you? In a world of change and creating cut through, what are you doing that's demonstrating your personality? What are the stories you are telling? What videos are you creating? What social media posts are you contributing? What wins and celebrations are you sharing? What handwritten notes are you writing? personality sells. Share yours. Finally, when you lose the attachment to what you think people want from you, you end up helping others even more. You end up being more valuable and you end up being trusted even more. And that suits me just fine. So as always, stay bold and brilliant. And I look forward to the next episode of True Grit, the Sales Leadership Podcast. 